Hi, Lloyd. A little slow tonight, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it is, Mr. Torrance. What will it be? I'm awfully glad you asked me that, Lloyd. Because I just happen to have two 20s and two 10s right here in my wallet. I was afraid they were going to be there next April. So here's what. Slip me a bottle of bourbon, a little glass, and some ice. You can do that, can't you, Lloyd? You're not too busy, are you? <laughs> no, sir. Not busy at all. Good man. You set him up, and I'll knock him back, Lloyd. One by one. Welcome to Bourbon and Branch, episode 14 for Saturday, June 16th, 2018. I'm your host, Sean, and once again, it's time to travel down another bourbon trail. And this week, I have a very special boozy snack to sample and review that was graciously provided by one hell of a cool guy and fellow podcaster, none other than Stu from the Bonkers for Bourbon podcast. Stu is a true bourbon gentleman and scholar with a real passion for the delicious brown boozy snack. And you can hear that passion each week on his podcast. Everyone should definitely subscribe and listen to Stu's podcast, Bonkers for Bourbon, on their favorite platform. That's Bonkers, the number four, Bourbon. Also, don't forget to follow Stu on Twitter at Bonkers, the number four, Bourbon. Now you might be asking yourself, what boozy snack did a great guy like Stu send me? Well, I'll tell you, none other than a very generous pour of the 2017 William LaRue Weller from the Buffalo Trace Antique Collection. Talk about Christmas in June. This more than generous sharing of such a rare and highly rated bourbon blew me away, and I can't say thank you enough to Stu for such a great gift. This will be the second bourbon I've tried from the BTAC line. The other was the 2017 George T. Stag, which cost me around $90 for a 2-ounce pour. So that should give you an idea of this Boozy Snacks rarity. So honestly, I can't wait any longer for my favorite part of the podcast, this week's Boozy Snack Review. Cheers, everyone! William LaRue Weller is the only weeded selection from the BTAC line, and is always a fan favorite. In fact, the 2015 version got the nod from Jim Murray as his 2017 Bourbon of the Year. The bourbon's namesake, William LaRue Weller, is said to be the first distiller to have swapped wheat for rye in his bourbon's mash bill. This 2017 version is 128.2 proof and aged for 12 years. So I've poured the William LaRue Weller into my glass, and I've got to say, it's lovely, warm, inviting reddish amber color and it's definitely saying to me sip and savor so now i'm going to take a nose of this and see what i get wow immediately an explosion of sweet delicious caramel and toffee followed by aromas of natural vanilla bean and what reminds me of baked cookies and butterscotch candy. 
It really, really, really reminds me of the dessert aromas you'd get from a holiday baking fest. Okay, and a second whiff I get, I, I get some balance out of this out of this uh, this bourbon. It's got robust tones of, I would say, roasted corn. And then I start to get an earthy oakiness. Not a lot of heat, which tells me this is an exquisite bourbon at that proof. Okay, now it's time to take a taste of this and see how it goes on the palate. Cheers, everyone. A pleasantly warm first sip reveals a lot of sweet red fruits is what I'm getting at first. I'd say what reminds me of a bit of cherry and maybe fig. Along with what reminds me of Bitto Honey Candy, if you've ever had that. It's the flavor profile of Bitto Honey is sort of like a... A honey, nutty flavor. I also get a slight peppery, oaky tingle. Along with some citrus that adds a perfect balance to those sweet notes. This is really, really, really good stuff. Thank you so much, Stu. Mmm. Definitely, definitely good bourbon. So in the finish, it finishes a little hot, I gotta say, after sipping. But that heat, it stays in the mouth. It's not something that goes down in the throat. You know, it's not that kind of a heat. It's really, it's really a nice, um, you know, heat that quickly fades, um, it just leaves that delicious combo of cherry, sugary, um, orange, citrusy notes behind with additional notes of, of the oak and a bit of leather and tobacco that I get on the finish. Overall, a very, very nice finish. So I would say, overall, this is truly an enjoyable sipper. There's a lot going on with a great balance, making an enjoyable, a very enjoyable pour. It's a little sweeter than I prefer, but it's so tasty that that's, that single drawback takes very little from the overall great experience of this delicious, delicious boozy snack. So now it's time for the grades. Cheers, everyone. Okay. Since this was a generous boozy snack sample and not a bottle I procured, I'm going to change this week's grading system up a bit and simply give this bourbon an A. It's super tasty and almost perfectly balanced, but with just a tad, just a, it was just a tad too sweet to reach that A plus level for me, but it's damn close. So on that note, once again, a huge, huge, huge shout out to Stu and his Bonkers for Bourbon podcast. Keep doing what you do, buddy. Thank you. Thank you so much. And as always, cheers, my friend. Fair enough.
delights. The party's over. They say that all good things must end. Call it a night. The party's over. And tomorrow and next year starts the same old thing again. Boozy Snack Love goes out to these awesome podcasters and their entertaining, informative, and humorous contributions to the podcasting universe. Shane, Julian, and Eric at Vegas Confessions. Tony and Jason at the Vice Lounge Online. Juliet at the Unwritable Rant. Adam at the Travel Fanboy Podcast. Stu at Bonkers for Bourbon. The Dad's Drinking Bourbon Podcast. DJ Casaggio at the Vegas Oonts Podcast. Chris at the Vegas Bunboy Podcast. Mark, Karen, and Tony at 360 Vegas. As well as a couple of new pods I'm enjoying. Bumming with Bobcat and Denton Dallas and Beyond. Finally, as always, there's no wrong way to enjoy Boozy Snack. Especially with friends and family sharing drams and laughs. Cheers! Cheers!